Welcome to Twitch Bits, our new series here on the Fool's Gambit podcast, where I reflect on my own experiences and talk through each and every challenge, barrier and issue that I've personally faced so far as a creator, how I struggled with them, what tools are helpful for me, all tied up with some snippets from my content creator friends. The goal of this series is to condense some hopefully helpful advice that can give you a boost, some inspiration, or simply help you get over a hump wherever you are in your content creation journey. For episode four of Twitch Bits, we'll be talking about the somewhat gray area that is self-promo, what actually works, what definitely doesn't, and the effect of each of them. Enjoy. It's no secret that Twitch doesn't have a fantastic set of tools to help you promote your stream and widen your audience. This being the case, a very common piece of advice is, is to promo outside of Twitch and funnel people in that way. It seems simple in principle, but we all know it isn't quite as easy as that. Self-promo takes many forms, and it can be quite a grey area in knowing what you should be doing, where you should be doing it, and at what quantity or frequency. Each platform has its own algorithm that seems to change by the week, and you can approach this in two different ways. You can either accept this is the case and simply try to work within the bounds of what you understand and project your content outwards, or you can let this defeat you and not be able to take full advantage of this huge tool, a tool that in most cases is what separates you from where you are to where you may want to be. What definitely doesn't work. Let's start with what is plainly obvious and what to avoid, especially as a new creator or even an established one who's looking to supercharge their growth. Follow for follow. This has become more of a meme at this point and it's an incredibly common method be a terrible one. On paper, sure, you get a follow and so does the other person. What's wrong with that? The problem with this is that in most cases, it's only really feeding those vanity metrics, as this person probably has absolutely no interest in you or your content, has no connection with you and isn't likely to engage much if or after that point, so why would you want to do that? If you had to boil it down to an idea that includes these metrics, I would make it this. Maturing in content creation is acknowledging that 500 followers with 15 average viewers is infinitely better than 1000 followers with 5 average viewers. Link spamming. Spamming your links is somewhat familiar to follow for follow in the way there are discords built specifically for this and lots of retweet accounts on Twitter for example that give the impression that your link is being meaningfully projected. Often if not all times this simply isn't the case and the likelihood of you getting anything meaningful from this is very small and this only really has negative implications. Paying for promotion. By now, you've probably had a visit from bots in your chat who are offering a boost in followers, viewers and subs linking to a dodgy looking website. Once again, what is an offer is purely for those vanity metrics and has absolutely no value in your real growth as a creator and the only thing you have to gain from engaging with one of these services is a potential ban from Twitch or follow botting and beyond. Also, if you choose to use one of these services and your average viewership suddenly shoots from 3 to 30, but genuine people stop by and see that no one is actually talking, they're going to sniff something is wrong immediately. All in all, absolute no-no. Stream dumping. Now, I cannot stress this enough, and although it may seem obvious to you listening to this, it may not be for others who haven't quite got a grasp of the etiquette between creators. Under absolutely no circumstance should you say anything that resembles, I'm also about to start streaming. Anyway, I have to go. I'm also streaming myself tonight. Can you shout me out? Or hey, can you come over to my stream later? While spending time in another creator's chat, Discord, or anywhere else without being given direct permission to do so. This isn't going to create a good impression. And with repeated actions like this, it's very likely going to get you banned from that chat or community. The cost of bad self-promo. 
When considering the points above, I feel incredibly confident in saying that none of them, in the way they've been explained, are anything you should ever do. Aside from this, what are the negative effects of this and how does it hinder you more than help you? If you're someone who's engaging with these negative practices, the one thing that this is sure to do is to cheapen your brand and identity. You're going to be viewed as icky and perhaps even a little bit desperate, which is the exact opposite of the kind of creator that you should be. This is why these kind of services exist, because they prey on those who believe that their vanity metrics are the key to success, and this is simply not the case. Something I touched on a little earlier, and what links to the point above, is the impression that it leaves on someone who may happen to find your Twitch, Twitter, Discord, or anything else you've attached your identity to. Your viewers aren't stupid, and they are incredibly good at sniffing out authenticity or a lack of. You want your viewers to feel warmed and welcomed, and to be amazed by you and what you have to offer, not misled by falsehoods. Perhaps one of the most important issues to highlight is the false sense of progress that this brings and what this does to your mental health. These practices and services are essentially a shortcut, but only as far as these vanity metrics are concerned. Let's say, for example, that you've gone from 200 to 1000 followers using these methods and you've reached a 1k follower goal. You look deeper into this and your average viewers hasn't really changed much. Your chat is full of bots, new people who stumble across your stream can see something isn't quite right and you're constantly running a risk of being banned from Twitch. You ask yourself, was it worth it? Absolutely not. And that is the cost of bad self-promo. Methods of ethical self-promo. Now then, enough of the negativity, let's get on to what you actually can do and the fantastic and in most cases free things that you can do to actually grow your stream in a way that is clean, ethical and impactful. Sharing your other interests. As we all know, if you're following content creation as your path, that is most likely going to be the center of what you do, going live and telling people that you're going live. Although, the most ideal situation that you could be in as a creator, at least in my opinion, is having an audience where it doesn't matter what you play or do on stream, they show up anyway. One clear way you can do this is making a conscious effort to share your other interests. For example, your social media feeds should not just be filled with go live tweets and pictures of your starting soon screen. Viewers really enjoy getting to know every part of you and you're much more likely to find common ground and talking points with people if you're projecting what you're interested in outside of content. This could be sports, cooking, films, anything. You want to build a persona of who you are and let that be what pulls people in and you're going to be much more appealing as a creator by doing that compared to those who aren't. Being a genuine part of other communities. Another absolutely huge self-promo tool that isn't technically a tool at all is being a part of other communities. The fantastic part of Twitch is that you're in a space where there are bound to be hundreds of other creators that you enjoy and also interesting people that you want to meet and possibly even become friends with. Now, you shouldn't do this just so you can self-promo at some point because that isn't fair or right on the person who thinks that you're making a genuine connection. But taking the time to find creators that you think are cool and engaging with them and their content on Twitch, in Discord, etc. is a win-win. People will like you for you and your personality will shine through and the promo will follow afterwards without even trying. Now, I know this because I've made some of the best friends that I could ever hope for through Twitch, initially without even mentioning that I'm also a creator myself. And once a genuine connection is made, you support each other because that's what friends do. Outputting content elsewhere. Now, I left this one till last because it's the foundation of a lot of advice contents and it's shared a lot, but that doesn't mean that it isn't correct. It's not a secret that to grow, you need to output content elsewhere and spread your content over different platforms, but, but it doesn't have to be this huge looming thing that hangs over your head. 
We all have schedules and our own commitments, which means that time and energy may be limited. But unfortunately, there isn't a time machine just yet, but anything is better than nothing. Let's say that you don't have the flexibility to commit to a full content schedule. Guess what? You don't have to. If you post three short form clips a week and one YouTube video a month, guess what? It's better than nothing. The nature of algorithms may make this harder, but the only thing you're doing with each piece of content is increasing your chance of somebody seeing it and hopping over into your stream. Think of it as each piece of content is a lottery ticket and sooner or later you are going to win, be that in the form of a clip going viral or someone hopping over into your stream. The effect of good self promo. Putting the things above into practice is one thing, but it's another thing to look at what you get out of doing this and how this helps you in the long run. So let's speak about the effect of good self promo. Your stream will feel genuine. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, your viewers are very attuned to what's in front of them and they can spot something strange a mile off. But if you carefully put together this web of your content and what you're about across your stream and other social media platforms, the stream will feel real and viewers are much more likely to engage and join your wonderful community. You'll make real connections. If you're able to maintain a high standard of content, are social yourself and are actively sharing your interests, you're going to meet people who are very similar to you, find you engaging and interesting and are going to turn out to be fantastic friends. In my journey so far, I've made incredible friends, some of which are creators, others are not creators, but it's all the same. If you're forging these real connections, everything else will fall directly into place. Your stream will grow meaningfully. These shortcut methods give you a full sense of progress and will almost certainly leave you with a hollow feeling after the fact because no real strides have been made. Practicing these ethical methods may seem slower in comparison, but the relevance of the people that you'll meet and the impact of this is going to be magnified more than you can possibly ever imagine. The message of the episode. In short, content creation isn't easy and there are always going to be temptations that might seem to make sense at the time and give you a short-term boost, but after the novelty wears off, you'll only be worse off from when you started, but adopting a much more real approach to content and making real connections on the way is one of your greatest tools and greatest secret weapons to sustain growth, so make sure that you use it. If you've gotten this far, I want to just quickly thank you for listening and I really hope that you enjoyed Twitch Bits. If you did enjoy, please consider leaving a review, sharing with a friend or simply follow us on Twitter at Fool's Gambit Pod. All my links for stream are down in the description below. Thank you once again and I'll catch you next time.